Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The collated hadith of Al-Isra wal Mi'raj as compiled by Sayyid Muhammad bin Alawi al-Maliki radiyallahu ta'ala anhu wa nafa'anallahu iyahu bi'ulumihi fiddarin. Ameen. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam was in Al-Hijr at the house lying down at rest between two men Jibril and Mikail came to him with them was a third angel. They carried him until they had brought him to the spring of Zemzem, where they asked him to lie on his back, and Jibril took him over from the other two. Another version says, The roof of my house was opened and Jibril descended. He split the Prophet Wasallam's chest from his throat to the bottom of his belly. Then Jibril said to Mikail, Bring me a uh, container of water from Zemzem, so that I may purify his heart and expand his breast. He took out his heart and washed it three times, removing from it all trace of harm. Mikael went back and forth to to him with the vessel of water from Zemzem three times. Then he brought him a golden vessel filled with wisdom and belief, which he emptied into his chest. He filled his chest with hilm, with forbearance, knowledge, certainty, and submission. Then he closed it up. He sealed it between his shoulders with the seal of prophethood. Then he brought the Burak, handsome-faced and bridled, a tall white beast, bigger than the donkey, but smaller than the mule. He could place his hooves at the farthest boundary of his gaze. He had long ears. Whenever he faced a mountain, his hind legs would extend, and whenever he went downhill, his front legs would extend. He had two wings on his thighs, which lent strength to his legs. He bucked when the Prophet ﷺ came to mount him. Jibril put his hand on his mane and said, are you not ashamed, O Burak? By Allah, none has mounted you in all creation dearer to Allah than he. Hearing this, he was so ashamed that he sweated until he became soaked, and he stood still so that the Prophet Muhammad wasallam mounted him. The other prophets used to mount the Burak before. Sa'id ibn Musayyib said, It is the, best, it is the beast of Ibrahim salam, which he used to mount whenever he traveled to the sacred house. Al-Isra and Jerusalem Jibreel Jibreel departed with him. He placed himself on his right while while Mikael was on his left. In Ibn Sa'd's version, the one holding his stirrup was Jibreel and the one holding the reins of the Burak was Mikael. They traveled traveled until they reached a land filled with date palms. Jibreel said to the Prophet Alight and pray here. He did so and remounted. Then Jibreel said, Do you know where you prayed? He said, No. Jibreel said, You prayed in Al-Tayba, or land of pastures, and the migration will take place there. The Burak continued his lightning flight, placing his hooves wherever his gaze could reach. Jibreel then again said, Alight and pray here. He did so and remounted. Then Jibreel said, Do you know where you prayed? He said, No. Jibreel said, You prayed in Median at the tree of Musa. The Burak continued his lightning flight. Then Jibreel said again, Alight and pray here. He did so and remounted. Then Jibril said, Do you know where you prayed? He said, No. Jibril said, You prayed at the mountain of Sina, uh, where Allah addressed Musa. Then he reached a land where the palaces of Asham became visible to him. Jibril said to him, Alight and pray. He did so and remounted. Then the Burak continued his lightning flight. And Jibril said, Do you know where you prayed? He said, No. Jibril said, You prayed in Beit Lahm, Bethlehem, where Isa ibn Maryam was born. عليه السلام
As the Prophet ﷺ was traveling mounted on the Burak, he saw a devil from the jinn who was trying to get near him holding a firebrand. Everywhere the Prophet turned, he would see him. Jibril said to him, Shall I teach you words which if you say them, his firebrand will go out and he will fall dead? The Prophet ﷺ said, Yes. Jibril said, Say, A'udhu bil wajhillahi al-kareem wa bi kalimatihi al-tamat allati la yujawizuhunna barrun wala fajr min sharri ma yanzilu min as-samaa wa min sharri ma ya'ruju fiha wa min sharri ma dhara'a fil ard wa min sharri ma yakhruju minha wa min fitna wa min fitn al-layli wan-nahar wa min tawariq al-tawariq al-layli wan-nahar it's transliteration. Uh, I seek refuge in Allah's blessed face and in Allah's perfect words, which neither the righteous nor the disobedient overstep, from evil that descends from the heaven and evil that ascends to it, and evil that is created in the earth, and the trials of night and day, and the visitors of night and day. Save the visitor that visits goodness upon us, O Beneficent One. At this the devil fell dead on his face and his firebrand went out. They traveled until they reached a people who sowed in a day and reaped in a day. Every time they reaped, their harvest would be replenished as before. The Prophet ﷺ said, O Jibreel, what is this? He replied, These are the Mujahidun. May Allah make us from them. Those who strive in the path of Allah the Exalted. Every good deed of theirs is multiplied for them 700 times, and whatever they spend returns multiplied. The Prophet ﷺ then noticed a fragrant wind and said, O Jibril, what is this sweet scent? He replied, This is the scent of the lady who combed the hair of Fir'aun's daughter and that of her children. As she combed the hair of Fir'aun's daughter, the comb fell, and she said, Bismillah ta'is Fir'aun. In the name of Allah perish Fir'aun. Whereupon Fir'aun's daughter said, Do you have a lord other than my father? She said, Yes. Fir'aun's daughter said, Shall I tell my father? She said, Yes. She told him, and he summoned her and said, Do you have a lord other than me? She replied, Yes, my lord and your lord is Allah. This woman had two sons and a husband. Fir'aun summoned them, and he began to entice the woman and her husband to give up their religion, but they refused. He said, Then I shall have you killed. She said, Please bury us all together in a single grave if you kill us. He replied, Granted, and it is your right to ask. He then ordered that a huge cow made of copper be filled with boiling liquid, and that she and her children be thrown into it. The children were taken and thrown in one after the other. The second and youngest was still an infant at the breast. When they took him, he said, Mother, fall and do not tarry, for verily you are on the right. Then she was thrown in with her children. Ibn Abbas said, Four spoke from the cradle as they were still infants. This child, Yusuf's witness, Juraj's companion, and Isa ibn Maryam Then the Prophet saw some people whose heads were being shattered. Then every time they would return to their original state and be shattered again without delay. He said, O Jibreel, who are these people? He replied, These are the people whose heads were too heavy on their pillows to get up and fulfill the obligatory prayers. Then he saw a people who wore loincloths on their fronts and on their backs. They were roaming the way camels and sheep roam about. They were eating thistles and zakum, the fruit of a tree that grows in hell and whose fruit resembles the heads of devils, as well as white-hot coals and stones of hellfire. He said, Who are these, O Jibreel? He replied, These are the ones who did not meet the obligation of paying alms 
from what they possessed, while Allah never withheld anything from them. Allah protect us from that. Then he saw people who had in front of them excellent meats disposed in pots and also putrid meat, and they would eat from the foul meat and not touch the good meat. He said, What is this, O Jibril? He replied, These are the men from your community who had an excellent lawful wife at home, and who would go and see an infamous woman and spend the night with her, and the women who would leave her excellent lawful husband to go and see an infamous man and spend the night with him. Then he came to a plank in the middle of the road which not even a piece of cloth nor less than that could cross except which it would be pierced. He said, What is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is what happens to those of your community who sit in the middle of the road and harm passers-by. And he recited, Lurk not on every road to threaten wayfarers and to turn away from the path of Allah, him who believes in him, and to seek to make it crooked. 786 The Prophet wasallam saw a man swimming in a river of blood, and he was being struck in his mouth with rocks, which he then swallowed. The Prophet asked, What is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is what happens to those who eat usury. Then he saw a man who had gathered a stack of wood which he could not carry, yet he was adding more wood to it. He said, What is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is a man from your community who gets people's trust when he cannot fulfill them, yet he insists on carrying them. He then saw people whose tongues and lips were being sliced with metal knives. Every time they were sliced, they would return to their original state to be sliced again without respite. <coughs> he said, Who are these, O Jibril? He replied, These are the public speakers of division in your community. They say what they do not do. Sallam, Ya Rabbi, Sallam. Then he passed by people who had copper nails with which they scratched their own faces and chests. He asked, Who are these, O Jibril? He replied, These are the ones who ate the flesh of people and tarnished their reputations. Sallam, Ya Rabbi. Then he saw a small hole with a huge bull coming out of it. The bull began to try entering the hole again and was unable. The Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi wa What is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is the one in your community who tells an enormity, then he feels remorse to have spoken it, but is unable to take it back. Ashami added, he then came to a valley in which he breathed a sweet, cool breeze, fragrant with musk, and he heard a voice. Who sa- he said, What is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is the voice of paradise, saying, O my Lord, bring me what you have promised me. Too abundant are my rooms, my gold-laced garments, my silk, my brocades, my carpets, my pearls, my corals, my silver, my gold, my goblets, my bowls, my pitchers, my couches, my honey, my water, my milk, my wine. And the Lord says, "You shall have every single Muslim, you shall have every single Muslim man and woman, every believing man and woman, everyone who has believed in me and my messengers, and did excellent deeds without associating a partner with me, nor taking helpers without me. Anyone who fears me shall be safe, and whoever asked of me I shall give him, and whoever loans me something I shall repay him, and whoever relies upon me I shall suffice him. I am Allah." Beside whom there is no God, I never fail in my promise. Successful indeed are the believers, so blessed be Allah, the best of creators. And paradise answers, I accept. May Allah make us from them. Then the Prophet ﷺ came to a valley in which he heard a detestable sound and smelled a foul wind. He said, What is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is the sound of hellfire, saying, O Lord, give me what you promised me. Abundant are my chains my yokes, my punishments, my fires, my thistles, my pus, my tortures. My depth is abysmal, my heat unbearable. Therefore give me what you promised me. And the Lord replies, 
You shall have every idolater and idolatress, every disbelieving man and woman, every foul one, and every tyrant who does not believe in the day of reckoning. The Prophet saw the Antichrist, a Dajjal, in his actual likeness. He saw him with his own eyes, not in a dream. It was said to him, O Messenger of Allah, how was he when you saw him? He replied, Mammoth-sized, extremely pale and white, and one of his eyes is protuberant as if it were a twinkling star. His hair is like the his hair is like the branches of a tree. He resembles Abdul Uzza ibn Qattan. The Prophet saw a pearl-like white column, which the angels were carrying. He says, What is this you are carrying? They replied, The column of Islam. We have been ordered to place it in a sham. Ya Rabbi. Ya Rab, Ya Rab, Ya Rab, Sham, Ya Rab, Sham, Ya Rab, Sham, Ya Rab, Al-Baraka Bisham, Sham, Ya Rab, Ahla, Ya Rabbi, Ahla, 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 Ila Majdiha, Ila Ila Majdiha. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. As the Prophet was traveling, he heard someone calling him from his right, Muhammad, look at me, I want to ask you something. But the Prophet ﷺ did not respond. Then he said, Who is this, O Jibril? He replied, This was the herald of the Jews. If you had answered him, your community would have followed Judaism. The Prophet ﷺ continued traveling and he heard someone calling him from his left, Muhammad, look at me. I want to ask you something. But the Prophet ﷺ did not respond. Then he said, Who is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is the herald of the Christians. If you had answered him, your community would have followed Christianity. The Prophet ﷺ continued traveling and passed by a woman with bare arms, decked with every female ornament Allah had created. She said, Muhammad, look at me, I need to ask you something. But he did not look at her. Then he said, Who was this, O Jibril? He replied, This was the world, a dunya. If you had answered her, your community would have preferred the world to the hereafter. As the Prophet ﷺ traveled on, he passed by an old man who was some distance away from his path, saying, Come hither, O Muhammad. But Jibril said, Nay, go on, O Muhammad. The Prophet ﷺ went on and then said, Who is this, O Jibril? He replied, This was Allah's enemy, Iblis. He wanted you to incline towards him. He went on and passed by an old woman on the roadside who said, O Muhammad, look at me, I need to ask you something. But he did not look at her. Then he said, Who is this, O Jibril? He replied, The world has as much left to live as the remaining lifetime of this old woman. Ashami added, as he went on, he was met by some of Allah's creatures who said, Peace be upon you, O first one, ya awwal. Peace be upon you, O last one, ya akhir. Peace be upon you, O gatherer, ya hashir. Jibreel said to him, Return their greeting. And he did, salawatullahi alayhi. Then he saw them another time and they said the same thing. Then he saw them a third time and again they greeted him. He said, Who are they, O Jibreel? He replied, It's Ibrahim, Musa, and Isa. Alayhim salam. The Prophet ﷺ then passed by Musa ﷺ as he was praying in his grave at a place of red sand hills. He was tall with long hair and brown complexion, similar to one of the Shanu'ah, the Yemeni, men of pure lineage and manly virtue. He was saying with a loud voice, You have honored him and preferred him. Then the Prophet ﷺ greeted him and he returned his greeting. Musa ﷺ said, Who is this with you, O Jibril? He replied, This is Ahmed. He said, Welcome to the Arabian Prophet who acted perfectly with his community, and he made an invocation for blessing on his behalf. Then he said, Ask ease for your community. 
They continued traveling the Prophet and the Prophet ﷺ said, O Jibreel, who was this? He replied, this was Musa ibn Imran. The Prophet ﷺ said, who was he reprimanding? He said he was reprimanding his Lord. The Prophet ﷺ said, he reprimands his Lord and raises his voice against his Lord. Jibreel ﷺ said, Allah the Exalted well knows Musa's bluntness. He passed by a large tree whose fruit seemed like a thornless berry, or of the kind that gives shade to men and cattle. Under it an old man was resting with his dependents. There were lamps, and a great light could be seen. The Prophet ﷺ said, Who is this, O Jibril? He replied, Your father, Ibrahim. The Prophet ﷺ greeted him, and Ibrahim returned his greeting, and said, Who is, with, who is this with you, O Jibril? He replied, This is your son, Ahmed. Ibrahim said, Welcome to the unlettered Arabian prophet who has conveyed the message of his Lord and acted with perfect sincerity with his community. O my son, you are going to meet your Lord tonight, and your community is the last and weakest of all communities. Therefore, if you are able to have your need fulfilled concerning your community or most of it, be sure to do it. Then he invoked for goodness on his behalf. They continued traveling until they reached the valley, valley that is in the city, that is the hallowed house, Jerusalem. When lo and behold, hellfire was shown to them like a carpet unfolded. They said, O Messenger of Allah, what did it look like? The companions asked him. He replied, Like cinders. He continued traveling until he reached the city of the hallowed house, and he entered it by its southern gate. He dismounted the burak and tied it at the gate of the mosque, using the ring by which the prophets tied it before him. One narration states that Jibril came to the rock and placed his fingers in it, piercing it. Then he tied the burak using the spot he had hollowed out. The Prophet entered the mosque from a gate through which the sun and the moon could be seen when they set. He prayed two cycles of prayer and did not tarry long before a large throng of people had gathered. The Prophet recognized all the prophets. Some standing in prayer, some bowing, some prostrating. Then a caller called out to the prayer, and the final call to prayer was made. They rose and stood in lines, waiting for the one who would lead them. Jibril took the hand of the Prophet them and brought him forward. He led them in two cycles of prayer. In the footnote, it says, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Ali al-Maliki uh, said that this took place before his ascension, according to the highest probability. Before the ascension The following is related from Kaab Jibreel raised the call to prayer The angels descended from the heaven Allah gathered all the messengers and prophets And the prophet prayed as the leader of the angels and messengers When he left Jibreel asked him O Muhammad do you know who prayed behind you He said no Look at the adab of the prophet I know I'm not supposed to comment But look at the adab of the prophet When Jibreel is asking him all these questions He keeps saying no No, 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 no even though he he knows, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, at least in some of them. Jibril said, "Every single prophet whom Allah has ever sent." Ashami adds Abu Huraira's narration related by Al Hakim, who declared it sounded by Al Bayhaqi, states that the prophets, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, met the spirits of the prophets. They glorified their Lord. Then Ibrahim alayhi said. Praise be to Allah who has taken me as his intimate friend, who has given me an immense kingdom, who has made me a prayerful community, and one by whom prayer is led, who has rescued me from the fire and made it cool and safe for me. Then Musa glorified his Lord and said, 
Praise be to Allah who has spoken to me directly, who has brought to pass the destruction of Fir'aun and the salvation of the children of Israel at my hands, and who has made from among my community a people who guide others through truth and establish justice upon it. Then Dawood glorified his Lord and said, Praise be to Allah who has brought me an immense kingdom, who has softened iron for my hands and subjected to me the mountains and the birds which laud him, and has given me wisdom and unmistakable judgment in my speech. Then Sulaiman glorified his Lord and said, Praise be to Allah who has subjected the winds to my command, as well as the devils, so that they did as I wished and constructed for me elevated sanctuaries, images, large bowls the size of ponds, and vessels fixed in their spot due to their size. Who has taught me the language of birds and has brought me a portion of every good thing, who has subjected to me the armies of the devils and the birds and has preferred me over many of his believing servants, who has brought me an immense kingdom which no one after me may possess, and who has made my kingdom a goodly one wherein there is no reckoning nor punishment. Then Isa ibn Maryam glorified his Lord and said, Praise be to Allah who has made me his word, who has fashioned me after Adam's likeness whom he created out of earth, then said to him, Be, and he was, who has taught me the book and the wisdom and the Torah and the evangel, who has caused me to heal the blind and the leopard, leper and to raise the dead by Allah's permission who has raised me and cleansed me and granted me and my mother protection against the accursed devil so that the devil had no path by which to harm us every prophet then glorified his lord in the best language and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said all of you have glorified their lord and i am going to glorify him also alhamdulillah alladhi arsalani rahmatan lil alamin وَكَافَةٍ لَلنَّاسِ بَشِيرًا وَنَذِيرًا وَأَنزَلَ عَلَيَّ الْقُرْآنَ فِيهِ تَبْيَانٌ لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَجَعَلَ أُمَّتِي خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ وَجَعَلَ أُمَّتِي وَسَطًا وَجَعَلَ أُمَّتِي هُمُ الْأَوَّلُونَ وَالْآخِرُونَ وَشَرَحَ لِي صَدْرِي وَوَضَعَ عَنِّي وَزْرِي وَرَفَعَ لِي ذِكْرِي وَجَعَلَنِي فَاتِحًا خَاتِمًا Praise to Allah who has sent me as a mercy to the worlds sent to all without exception, a bearer of glad tidings and a warner who has caused to descend upon me the Qur'an in which there is a perfect exposition of all things, who has made my community the best community ever brought out for the benefit of mankind, who has made my community a median and a middle, who has made my community in truth the first in paradise and the last in creation of all communities, who has expanded my breast and relieved me of my burden, who has exalted my name and made me the opener and the sealer. Upon hearing this, Sayyidina Ibrahim said, In this has Muhammad bested you. Then they evoked the matter of the hour and referred it to Ibrahim, but he said, I have no knowledge of it. They turned it to Musa, but he said, I have no knowledge of it. They turned to Isa, and he said, As for the time when it shall befall, no one knows it except Allah. But this is what my Lord has assured me concerning what precedes it. The Dajjal, or Antichrist, shall come forth, and I will face him with two rods. At my sight he shall melt like lead. Allah shall cause his destruction as soon as he sees me. It will be so that the very stones will say, O Muslim, behind me hides a disbeliever, therefore come and kill him. And Allah shall cause them all to die. People shall then return to their countries and nations. At that time yet Juj and Metjuj shall come out. They shall come from every direction. They shall trample all nations underfoot. Whatever they come upon they shall destroy. They shall drink up every body of water. At last, at long last the people shall come to me bewailing about them. At that time I will invoke Allah against them so that he will destroy them 
them and cause their death until the whole earth will reek of their stench. Allah will then send down rain which shall carry their bodies away and hurl them into the sea. I have been assured by my Lord that once all this takes place, the hour will be as the pregnant mother at the last stages of her pregnancy. Her family does not know when she shall suddenly give birth, by day or by night. The Prophet ﷺ then felt the greatest thirst that he had ever felt. Whereupon Sayyidina Jibreel brought him a vessel of wine and a vessel of milk. He chose the latter. Jibreel said, You have chosen fitrah, natural disposition. Had you chosen to drink the wine, your community would have strayed from the right way, and none but a few of them would have followed you. Another narration states there were three vessels, and the third contained water. Jibreel said, If you had drunk the water, your community would have perished by drowning. Another narration states that one of the vessels presented to him contained honey instead of water, and that he then saw the wide-eyed maidens of paradise at the left of the rock. He greeted them, and they returned his greeting. Then he asked them something, and they replied with an answer that cools the eyes. Then the Prophet ﷺ was brought the ladder by which the spirits of the children of Adam ascend. Creation never saw a more beautiful object. It had alternate stairs of silver and gold and came down from the highest and amplest garden of paradise, Jannat and Firdos. It was encrusted with pearls and surrounded with angels on its right and left. The Prophet ﷺ began his ascent with Jibreel ﷺ until they reached one of the gates of the nearest heaven called Bab and Hafadah. There an angel stood guard named Ismail ﷺ, who is the custodian of the nearest heaven. He inhabits the wind. He never ascended to the heaven nor descended to earth except on the day that the Prophet ﷺ died, blessings and peace upon him. In front of him stood 70,000 angels, each angel commanding an army of 70,000 more. Jibreel ﷺ asked for the gate to be opened. Someone said, Who is this? Jibreel. Who is with you? Muhammad. Has he been sent for? Yes. Welcome to him from his family. May Allah grant him long life, a brother and deputy, and what an excellent brother and deputy. What an excellent visit this is. The gate was opened. When they came in, they saw Adam, السلام, the father of humanity, just as he was on the very day Allah created him in his complete form. The spirits of the prophets and of his faithful offspring were being shown to him, whereupon he would say, A goodly spirit and a goodly soul, put it in the highest, Aliyin. Then the spirits of his disbelieving offspring were shown to him, and he would say, A foul spirit and a foul soul, put it in the lowest layer of hell. The Prophet ﷺ saw on Adam's right great dark masses and a gate exuding a fragrant smell, and on his left great dark masses and a gate exuding a foul putrid smell. Whenever Adam ﷺ looked to his right, he would smile and be happy, and whenever he looked to his left, he would be sad and weep. The Prophet ﷺ greeted him, and Adam returned his greeting and said, Welcome to the righteous son and the righteous prophet. The Prophet ﷺ said, What is this, O Jibreel? He replied, this is your father Adam السلام, and the dark throngs are the souls of his children. Those on the right are the people of paradise and those on the left are the people of the fire. Whenever he looks to his right he smiles and is glad and whenever he looks to his left he is sad and weeps. The door to his right is the gate of paradise. Whenever he sees those of his offspring enter it he smiles happily. The door to his left is the gate of hellfire. Whenever he sees those of his offspring enter it he weeps sadly. Ashami added, Then the Prophet ﷺ continued for a little while. He saw a table spread in which there were pieces of good meat which no one approached, and another table spread in which were pieces of rotten meat which stank, surrounded by people who were eating it. The Prophet ﷺ asked, O Jibril, who are these? He replied, These are those of your community who abandon what is lawful and proceed to what is unlawful. 
Another version says the Prophet وسلم, saw a great deal of people gathered around a table spread in which was set grilled meat of the best kind one had ever seen. Near the table there was some carrion decaying. The people were coming to the carrion to eat from it and they were leaving the grilled meat untouched. The Prophet وسلم, asked, Who are they, O Jibreel? He replied, The adulterers. They make lawful what Allah has made unlawful and they abandon what Allah has made lawful for them. Then the Prophet ﷺ went on for a little while. He saw groups of people who had bellies as large as houses, and there were snakes in them which could be seen through their skins. Every time one of those people stood up, he would fall again. And he would say, O oh Allah, don't make the hour of judgment rise yet. Then, then, they met, then they meet the people of Fir'aun on the road, and the latter trample them underfoot. The Prophet asked, I said, I heard them clamoring to Allah. He asked, O Jibreel, who are these? He replied, they are those of your community who use riba. They cannot stand up except in the manner of those whom shaitan touches with his possession. Then the Prophet ﷺ went on for a little while. He saw groups of people whose lips resembled the lips of camels. Their mouths were being pried open and they would be stoned. One version says a rock from hellfire was placed in their mouths and then it would come out again from their posteriors. The Prophet ﷺ said, I heard them clamoring to Allah. He asked, O Jibril, who are these? He replied, They are those of your community who eat up the property of orphans and commit injustice. They are eating nothing but a fire for their bellies and they shall be roasted in it. Then the Prophet ﷺ went out for a little while. He saw women suspended by their uh, upper bodies and others hanging upside down. The Prophet ﷺ said, I heard them clamoring to Allah. He asked, Who are these, O Jibril? He replied, These are the women who commit fornication and then kill their children. Then the Prophet ﷺ went on for a little while. He saw groups of people whose sides were being cut off for meat and they were being devoured. They were being told, Eat just as you used to eat the flesh of your brother. The Prophet ﷺ said, O Jibril, who are these? He replied, They are the slanderers of your community who bring shame to others. Then the Prophet ﷺ continued for a little while and he found the consumers of usury and of the property of orphans, the fornicators and adulterers and others in various horrible states like those that have been described or worse. Then they ascended to the second heaven. Jibril asked for the gate to be opened. Someone said, Who is this? Jibril, who is with you? Muhammad, has he been sent for? Yes. Welcome to him from his family. May Allah grant him long life, a brother and deputy. And what, excellent, what an excellent brother and deputy. What an excellent visit this is. The gate was opened. When they came in, they saw the sons of the two sisters, Isa ibn Maryam and Yahya ibn Zakariya. They resembled each other in clothing and hair. Each had with him a large company of his people. Isa was curly-haired of medium build, leaning towards fair complexion, with hair let down as if he were coming out of the bath. He resembles Urwa ibn Mas'ud al-Thaqafi. The Prophet ﷺ greeted them and they returned his greeting. Then they said, Welcome to the righteous brother and the righteous prophet. Then they invoked forgiveness on his behalf. After this, the Prophet ﷺ and Jibreel ﷺ ascended to the third heaven. Jibreel asked for the gate to be opened. Someone said, Who is this? Jibreel, who is with you? Muhammad, has he been sent for? Yes. Welcome to him from his family. May Allah grant him long life, a brother and deputy. And what excellent brother and deputy. What an excellent visit this is. The gate was opened. When they came in, they saw Yusuf السلام, and with him stood a large company of his people. The Prophet ﷺ greeted him and he returned his greeting and said, Welcome to the righteous brother and the righteous prophet. Then he invoked for goodness on his behalf. 
Yusuf salam had been granted the gift of beauty. One narration states he was the most handsome creation that Allah had ever created, and he surpassed people in beauty the way the full moon surpasses all other stars. The Prophet asked him, Who is this, O Jibreel? He replied, Your brother Yusuf. Then they ascended to the fourth heaven. Jibreel asked for the gate to be opened. Someone said, Who is this? Jibreel, who is with you? Muhammad, has he been sent for? Yes. Welcome to him from his family. May Allah grant him long life, a brother and deputy. And what excellent brother and deputy. What an excellent visit this is. The gate was opened. When they came in, they saw Idris, alayhi salam. Allah exalted him to a lofty place. The Prophet ﷺ greeted him and returned his greeting and said, Welcome to the righteous brother and the righteous prophet. Then he invoked for goodness on his behalf. Then they ascended to the fifth heaven. Jibreel asked for the gate to be opened. Someone said, Who is this? Jibreel, who is with you? Muhammad. Has he been sent for? Yes. Welcome to him from his family. May Allah grant him long life, a brother and deputy. And what excellent brother and deputy. What an excellent visit this is. The gate was opened. When they came in, they saw Harun salam. Half of his beard was white and the other half black. It almost reached his navel due to its length. Surrounding him were a company of the children of Israel, listening to him as he was telling them a story. The Prophet ﷺ greeted him, and he returned his greeting and said, Welcome to the righteous brother and the righteous prophet. Then he invoked for goodness on his behalf. The Prophet ﷺ said, Who is this, O Jibril? He replied, This is the man beloved among his people, Harun ibn Imran. Then they ascended to the sixth heaven. Jibril asked for the gate to be opened. Someone said, Who is this? Jibril, who is with you? Muhammad. Has he been sent for? Yes. Welcome to him from his family. May Allah grant him long life, a brother and deputy. And what excellent brother and deputy. What an excellent visit this is. The gate was opened. The Prophet them passed by prophets who had with them less than ten followers in all, while others had a large company, and others had not even one follower. Then he saw a huge dark mass, Sawad Azim, that was covering the firmament. He said, What is this throng? He was told, This is Musa and his people. Now raise your head and look. He raised his head and saw another huge dark mass that was covering the firmament from every direction he looked. He was told, These are your community. And besides these, there are 70,000 of them that will enter paradise without giving account. As they went in, the Prophet saw Musa ibn Imran, a tall man with brown complexion, similar to one of the Shanu'a, the Yemeni men of pure lineage and manly virtue, with abundant hair. If he had two shirts on him, still his hair would exceed them. The Prophet ﷺ greeted him, and he returned his greeting and said, Welcome to the righteous brother and the righteous prophet. Then he invoked for goodness on his behalf and said, The people claim that among the sons of Adam, I am more honored by Allah than this one, but it is he who is more honored by Allah than me. When the Prophet ﷺ reached him, Musa wept. He was asked, What is it that makes you weep? He replied, I weep because a child that was sent after me will cause more people to enter paradise from his community than will enter from mine. The children of Israel claim that among the children of Adam I am the one most honored by Allah. But here is one man among the children of Adam who has come after me in the world while I am in the next world uh, while, while I am in the next world and is more honored. If he were only by himself, I would not mind. But he has his community with him. Then he ascended to the seventh heaven. Jibril asked for the gate to be opened. Someone said, Who is this? Jibril, who is with you? Muhammad, has he been sent for? Yes. Welcome to him from his family. May Allah grant him long life, a brother and deputy. And what excellent brother and deputy. What an excellent visit this is. The gate was opened. The Prophet ﷺ saw Ibrahim ﷺ, the friend, and Khalil sitting at the gate of paradise. 
on a throne of gold, the back of which was leaning against the inhabited house and Beit al-Ma'mur. With him were a company of his people. The Prophet ﷺ granted him, greeted him, and by, and he returned his greeting and said, Welcome to the righteous son and the righteous prophet. Then Ibrahim ﷺ said, Order your community to increase their seedlings of paradise, for its soil is excellent and its land is plentiful. The Prophet ﷺ said, What are the seedlings of paradise? He replied, لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم. There is no change nor might except with Allah, the Exalted, the Almighty. Another version says, Convey my greetings to your community and tell them that paradise has excellent soil and sweet water and that its seedlings are Subhanallah, glory to Allah, Walhamdulillah, and praise to Allah, Wala ilaha illallah, and there is no God but Allah, Wallahu Akbar, and Allah is greatest. With Ibrahim السلام, were sitting a company of people with pristine faces similar to the whiteness of a blank page, and next to him, next to them were people with similar, something in their faces. The latter stood and entered a river in which they bathed. Then they came out having purified some of their hue. Then they entered another river and bathed and came out having purified some more. Then they entered a third river and bathed and purified themselves and their hue became like that of their companions. They came back and sat next to them. The Prophet ﷺ said, O Jibreel, who are those with white faces and those who had something in their hues? And what are these rivers in which they entered and bathed? He replied, The ones with white faces are a people who never tarnish their belief with injustice or disobedience. Those with something in their faces are a people who would mix good deeds with bad ones. Then they repented and Allah relented towards them. As for these rivers, the first is Allah's mercy, Rahmatullah. The second, His favor, Ni'matullah. The third, and their Lord gave them a pure beverage to drink. Then the Prophet ﷺ was told, This is your place and the place of your community. He saw that his community were divided into two halves. One half were wearing clothes that seemed as white as a blank page, and the other were wearing clothes that seemed the color of ashes or dust. He entered the inhabited house, and those who were wearing the white clothes entered with him. Those that wore the ash-colored clothes were no longer able to see him, and yet they were in the best of states. The Prophet ﷺ prayed in the inhabited house together with those of the believers that were with him. Every day 70,000 angels enter the inhabited house who shall never return to it until the day of resurrection. The angels who have entered it never see it again. This house is exactly superposed to the Kaaba. If one stone fell from it, it would fall on top of the Kaaba. One version states that the presentation of the three vessels, the Prophet's choice of the vessel of milk, and Jibril's approval took place at this point. Ash-Shami adds, At-Tabarani cites his hadith with a sound chain. The night I was taken on a night journey, I passed by the heavenly host, and lo and behold, Jibril was like the worn-out saddlecloth on the camel's back from fear of his lord. One of Al-Bazar's narrations states, like a saddle blanket that clings to the ground.